You're listening to the Shit You Can't Make Up podcast, a conversation with friends, hosted by Marisol Sanchez. Hey guys, um, thank you for tuning in. I have a new friend to introduce to all of you, um, all the way from Raleigh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Grant. Sheffield. That's right. That's it. Okay. So I'm going to tell them a little bit how we met because I think that's the cool. Most definitely. Good. Okay. Um, we met through social media. Yeah. So I started. Um, and <laughs> this is what I think was the coolest thing was um, you contacted me and you started just giving me advice, which I'm 43. So social media is like. <laughs> yeah. It's not really what you're into. It's annoying probably. <laughs> yeah. It was like it felt like a part time job that I didn't really want to participate yeah, in. Yeah, for sure. And, uh, so you started giving me help and you're like, you need to do this. And then you, and every day it was like a little motivational, like do yeah. this, go, go on snap and do that. And yeah. It's like, oh, and as soon as I started doing it, I started getting more and more followers and I was like, well, shit, that's awesome. So, <laughs> um, so thank you for that. Yeah. And, the um, likes matter. <laughs> I know. I hate that though. But I mean, I, I appreciate it. And it's a, a performance indicator. You know, it's, yeah. it's something that in this world, um, it's it's used as a metrics, but it's weird, you know? It's yeah. like weird to look for people to like your shit. It's kind of gross being a human. Yeah. Doing things like that. Like, you need the likes, but you hate that you need them. Yeah. And you're a comedian, so this yeah. is like super important to you. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. I'm all in. <laughs> <laughs> so, you, which social media platforms do you use? Uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, not as much as I need to. Uh, of course, Snapchat. Okay. So, See, I use all of them. Funny that you would say, of course, Snapchat. See, I'm 40. So, the generational differences. Yeah. I have Twitter, but I don't really use it. Right. I mean, I, I post my stuff on across all the media platforms, right. but um, I don't really tweet, you know, but I read a lot of tweets. I'm, right. I, I consume it probably a lot. And um, Instagram's my favorite, I think. Of course. It's, Facebook I like, but I have a weird relationship with Facebook. Why is that? Because <laughs> my private Facebook page, I don't, talk about any of this i don't do the podcast the blog i rarely mention it's you know i don't like to ask my own friends to read it like if they stumble upon it and right. read it awesome um I, like one friend i she she wrote something once and i think it was about politics and I'm like oh my god i wrote a blog about this and i felt so like swarmy she's like oh yeah and she shared it with her but i wasn't asking her to it's yeah just that's the best <laughs> sometimes people talk to me in conversation like oh when's your next show and i just go all in like i got a show this day it's gonna be this time i'll be here bring all your friends yeah Fuck. yeah <laughs> well see so there's that page and then there's the the marisol's podcast and yep. blog page or blog and podcast i'm not really even fucking sure i've <laughs> changed that name so many times right um and that one is where i'm kind of on more you know, okay. And I, I love memes. I love yeah. memes. I'm all in on memes. I, I used to hate them. Really? I used to hate them. Like around 2010, 11, that was peak meme year. I would see them every single day. And I was like, no one even posts. No one picks up cat photos like they used to or any <laughs> shit like that. Now I send them out every single day and it's so disgusting. Oh, really? I yeah. See, I love it. It's like almost part of my um, – morning routine right. which is i look for a meme that's going to make me laugh or okay 90% of the time make me laugh sometimes if i'm in a you know certain mood whatever like i have a strong emotion to right um as i i just love memes i think yeah. it's a whole new way to communicate right um to laugh i mean there's True. some funny shit out there don't you kind of feel like uh 
a meme is pretty much just letting everybody know how dumb we've gotten that we can't even say how we feel. Like this picture, that's me. That's what memes are. <laughs> I see that point, but I, I don't know. I'm a fan. I yeah. just I see it more as like another way to communicate your right. feelings, which I think generally people are not great at. True. <laughs> Real good motivational quotes come through memes, so I like those. Yeah. Those are pretty good. Yeah. But not memes you've seen 10,000 times already on Facebook. I hate those. Those, yeah. Yeah, I could see it. I could see it both ways. I think... Um, um, that's why I like Instagram the most. Yeah. So, but see, I have a, I have teenagers okay. and my teenagers, um, a, my specific daughter, teenager criticizes my social media game every single day, every single day. Oh, yeah. I'm a complete mortification that I'm on Snapchat. Like she just <laughs> not a fan. <laughs> well, that's, that's good that you're already on Snapchat because people in your age demographic, they're not there at all. Mm-mm. Because Facebook is pretty much turned to 50 and 60-year-olds. Mm-hmm. Instagram is like 25 to 40. Snapchat is probably 13 to 30. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't. I think I have two people in my age group that I correspond with. on yeah. the, And I think we all joined just to see what the – no, this is how it played out in my generation. We all joined, couldn't figure it out. Right. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Deleted it. Yeah. Um, and then now I maybe um, people start doing it. Uh, is it my favorite? No. There is a vanity thing about it. Yeah, most definitely. Because you get great pictures. I'm not photogenic. <laughs> I swear to God, I'm not. I, I'm not fishing for a compliment. My friends can back me up. I, I have a picture with Neil Brennan. Okay. Um, he came down to Wilmington to nice. Dead Crow where you yeah, yeah. perform a few years ago. I have to get that picture from my friend. We look. I look. <laughs> I'm a horrible at ph- but anyway, making the point, Snapchat, um, you can take a good picture. Yeah, so. most definitely. The filters, they save a lot of lives. <laughs> Trust me. There are some mud ducks among us. That's funny. Yeah. So, um, all right. So, thank you for coming. Yeah. Thank you for doing Thanks the for podcast. Um, so, my blog this week was on um, my – I'm trying to process my feelings. Not so much about Trump. Yeah. I think my feelings on that are very clear. If anyone knows me or has read the blog or listened to the podcast, but how I'm starting to really judge people who are still like digging in their heels and like, yep. he's our man. That's where I'm like, mm, okay. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I try to like, I really work on not judging people. Like yeah. I try, I'm not saying yeah. I don't do it because I don't think you can be human. Unless you're like, you know, totally evolved. Um, right. Can you not judge? And I'm not anywhere near totally evolved. I'm barely like. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sometimes I say, do I even exist? That's something I say. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I judge and it's just, it's not so much, it's not like I'm looking for people to come out and be like, mia culpa, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Know? Hey, I voted for people. I I remember you're probably too young. The regret I had with um, Clinton term two and the whole Monica Lewinsky thing. Yeah, yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, (laughs) that was that was a better uh, John Edwards. I mean, there's where I'm like shit. You know, Um, even Obama. I was a huge Obama first term, second term. I voted for him. Yeah. Um, but you know, I I was um appalled by his drone policy right more so than bush and that was my biggest issue going into mm-hmm. those elections so 
I don't know. Um, I don't know what I'm judging. Like what, it, what me judging people who are digging in their heels now says about me. Like, do I do that? <laughs> <laughs> I can understand that. Um, because I do believe I, it's a personal belief that when you judge someone else, it's you're saying oh, yeah. something about yourself. Right. It's your own insecurity is coming yeah. out. That's what it is. Yeah. Um, I see so much on Facebook about like Trump and politics and I didn't vote for Trump by any means. Um, I probably feel like most Democrats, like after he was let, who like, oh my God, what are we going to do? Like people were freaking the fuck out and it was horrible, but it was a little bit fantastic to watch your friends like just eat it all week long. You're just like, eh, I still got to go to work tomorrow. Like that's how it was for me. Like it, yeah. it sucked. Trust me. Yeah. But at the same time, a lot of people are like rooting for his downfall. Like we don't live I, in the fucking country. Yeah. I was against that. I yeah. posted some stuff like that, which was like, you know, when people were hashtagging, not my president, some my relatives, my closest, you know friends that were doing that right i I was against it because i'm like no he is most definitely i whenever uh when obama won or whatever and i saw people put not my president i was just watching to see what they posted four years later when trump won Mm -hmm. and i kind of went back to their twitter and all that stuff and it was a just a shift in dynamic Mm -hmm. just because of all the egregious things that he said or done but i don't know (laughs) um the only way i can consume information at this point about politics and not like have an anxiety attack or um, really worry (laughs) is through comedy. I think the Trump presidency has just, it's just like a Renaissance. (laughs) Oh yeah. SNL made it big. Oh Oh my my God. God. Yeah. Yeah. When Melissa McCarthy did Sean Spicer. Hey, I mean, she was already great as is, but like every week you were watching, you had to watch it. (laughs) Yeah. Hold on. Uh, If you notice a difference in our um, sound quality, I have fancy new technology (laughs) 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 that I am learning how to um, handle. So, okay. Um, Yeah. I think comedians. uh, Did you see the Jimmy Kimmel? Um, I didn't. I heard about it. One of my friends was telling me about it. I hadn't oh, seen it, though. He did for, for I don't know if we want to say Obamacare as much as um, health care, the conversation on health care. Right. But he um, he comes out and he tells a story about his recently born son has okay. a medical condition and um, – you know, he's tearing up. And, and I have a, a child who at, I believe, 12 weeks, uh, we learned how to have brain surgery at Duke. Right. And um, so, if you have a child or if you had a child who's been in a situation like that where the mm-hmm. doctors come in and scare the shit out of you. Right. You just instantly are just drawn into his right. dialogue. And he starts off, I think, pretty brilliantly saying that it ends with a good story. The story ends well. But basically, you know, he – the child had a heart condition and he's like, look, you know, no one's child should die because they don't have health care. Fair and point. It's, um, anyway, it was a great, I thought a great video. Um, but yeah, comedians, um, I just, I, four years of this, is it going to get too old? Do you think? Uh, I'll tell you what I've seen. Whenever I see some stand-up comics do jokes about Trump, the first two weeks, they were the best jokes I had ever heard. Now, what are we in May now or something like that? Mm-hmm. I can't stand to hear another joke with Donald Trump in it. 
because there's nothing new to talk about. Yeah, he's going to say something every week that's going to be a little punchline, but it's not a big overarching thing where I'm like, oh, that's a really smart joke. Mm-hmm. Like, it's going to get old. Yeah. And it's already old for me because I see it every single night I'm doing stand-up. Yeah. Well, um, well we've chatted. I, I said I'm a huge fan of comedy, and there's yeah. a local um, uh, comedy club here, Dead Crow Comedy, that you're going to go to tonight. Yep, I'll be there. Um, and when... I went after the election a few times. I did laugh. Um, but what I have found living here in Wilmington, North Carolina, where it went red, most people voted for Trump, is I, I cringe. I just cringe when they start to bring it up yep. because not maybe exclusively, but it feels like people just get defensive. And then if there's a heckler, which – I don't know if heckle. I just I can't stand hecklers. Yeah, um, <laughs> I think the reason why by the whole thing with politics bothers people because comedy is supposed to be a form of escapism, mm-hmm. and then we talk about like a real subject that is like still really deep in your mind. You can still be kind of like ah, I don't want to talk about this or think about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, can we talk about hecklers? Yeah, for sure. God, they're so annoying. Like, yeah, trust I've, me, I know. <laughs> I've been to like. Uh, two shows, I think three shows recently. And you can always tell, I can always tell you, I spot who it's going to be just like before the first comedian comes on. Right. Um, Cause they're talking just a little bit loud, yep. a little bit intoxicated. Of course. And their, their energy is all me, me, me. Like, look yeah. at me, look at me. So they get warmed not up. Give me <laughs> attention in life. So here I am at a comedy club. For sure. Is, yeah. That's the vibe I get. Most definitely. And, um, it's cringe. It's cringing to watch. I, I don't enjoy it. Yeah. Um, I don't even enjoy it when comedians shut them down. Like, right. I just don't. Right. You just rather watch the show, not any interruption at all. And I can understand that. I mean, there's been times where I might be on stage and somebody will come on stage. On stage? On stage. That's happened before. I um, body check them. <laughs> it's one of those situations where it's, it's more weird and frustrating at the same time. So you don't know how to react. Um, so the guy got off the stage and it was fine, but like after the show, I was like, listen, dude, if that would have happened any other time, it would have been me and you, but you know, stuff like that happens. You'll get heckled from time to time. Some drunk blonde white girls will be drinking and they'll be all messed up and they'll start singing songs over your jokes and it's so rude. Yeah. So rude. Uh, My my teenage daughter, she loves comedy. She's, and she's super funny. Not that I, I think, um, but anyway, when the cl- when she turned 15, she's able to go to Dead Crow if yeah. I go with her. So I've taken her to a few um, shows. And we. I think actually it's been with her that we've been next, like sitting right next to the hecklers. And yep. we're both just like, oh, yeah. please, stop. you're <laughs> embarrassing yourself. Um, it's but- pretty much like the kid talking during class. That's what that is. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like. Like I said, I feel like, okay, somewhere in your life, in your past, yep. <laughs> you were not given enough attention. Right. And we're not going to fix that problem tonight. That's what I right. feel like going over there and saying, of course I don't. I yeah. Make no eye contact. Yeah. Be as safe as possible <laughs> at a comedy club. <laughs> no. Um, how do you deal with them? Do you engage them or do you ignore them? Um, It really depends on the situation. A lot of times I try to ignore them because I'm really trying to work through material, trying to keep the crowd into it because you don't know what might have happened before you got on stage. Like person in front of you they might have ate it and trust me i've I've eaten it plenty of times on stage and then the person after you 
might be like a bigger name or something like that and you don't want to bomb from them so you just keep doing your jokes but typically i'll ignore it um if i feel like it's disrupting the show enough where i can see it in the crowd mm-hmm. that i like rolling their eyes or waiting for me to make a comment then i'll say something and i'll go like right back into the jokes like maybe not even 10 seconds later hmm. yeah i don't know how i would deal with it i think um well i mean that's probably why i don't do it <laughs> <laughs> Um, so what's your favorite thing about being a comedian? Uh, favorite thing? I would probably say uh, it helps me be a lot more self-aware. Of course, I like telling jokes and making people laugh, but it really makes me in touch with everything that surrounds me. I I could see I, – I love comedians. Like, right. um, I – I've read books about them. I, yeah. I've watched documentaries about them. Richard Pryor. Yeah, um, definitely. I just – I feel a king, not as a, I'm not a comedian by any stretch of the imagination, but um, kinship to mm-hmm. them because obviously if you've read the blog or- Yeah, you're a writer. Podcast, Hands down, you're a writer. <laughs> I, well, I just like to self-process. Yep. I like to figure my shit out. I yep. like to talk about myself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that's comedians do too. Like um, like Neil Brennan, he's one of my favorite comedians. Yeah. And he just did, did you watch his- The Netflix? The three mic one. Awesome. Holy shit. Awesome. <laughs> and the, that level of vulnerability that he just threw his shit out there like yeah. that. Um, I I- I love that. So and and the, so that's where you know I yeah. feel a kinship to. And then, so to your point, it's like I love the self analysis. Yeah, and that's the comedy that um, that I I prefer. Where right. like you can see they're working through some shit. Oh you yeah, know, and they're trying to figure it out. And I think that's wonderful. Right. Yeah. I mean, I've seen comments go up, and they're talking about like deep, deep, like personal stuff. And then afterwards, like other comments were like, "I never would have done that. I never would have tried that." Yeah. And I have friends who are comics who've maybe they've been doing for a few months they have jokes i'm like dude even i wouldn't have done that yeah i yeah, mean it's um like i just went was it last week and i told you i went yeah to the, okay yeah i'm horrible at you know details <laughs> <laughs> um and they had i, I was texting uh, or whatever social media direct messaging yeah, yeah. whatever the medium we were using um because there was there was this I, I don't like how comedy clubs don't let you share your um social media information i think that's bs because i'd like if i like a comedian i want to let them know right it's taking me an extra fucking 10 minutes to find you guys right 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 right. um i don't know why why do they do that um i would probably say the the only thing i can really say is they probably more so want to promote the club of course those comics are going to like come and go Uh um but of course if you just come into the comment ask the show like hey can i follow you on Snapchat, Instagram, whatever, 100% of the time they're going to tell you how you can find them. I know, but that's the thing. I don't like going uh, afterwards and talking right. to the comics because I've done that um, like once or twice. And it's just um, I'm not comfortable. You know, it's – Right. I'm usually sober during these things. Like okay. I enjoy con- – like I'm a connoisseur yeah. of, you know, I, is that – did I just say I'm a connoisseur You did say comedy? you're a connoisseur of comedy. <laughs> <laughs> Good thing I can edit this, um, or hopefully, I hope we're recording. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, I. So it feels weird to me because either I feel like they think I'm hitting on them, um, which I think only happened once. Okay. Um. No more. <laughs> but I don't want to be like a. What are they called? There must be a name for the women. You that, think you would be like a groupie or something? Yeah, I don't want to come off like that. So. I don't think the most comics really mind. If anything, we invite people to come and speak to us after the show because we, believe it or not, 
we do kind of want to hear your feedback. We just don't want you to tell us what to do to a joke. Oh, That's I, the worst. I wouldn't. Ever. I hate when somebody's like, well, I like this joke, but maybe you can do this. Oh. Were you with me those, I don't know, four <laughs> or five weeks I was working this joke and it bombed <laughs> and you saw it good one time. I'm not going to change the joke. Yeah. So, yeah. But I. That's funny. That's presumptuous. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's funny. Yeah. No, I would never think to do that. Um, there was a one comic, the first comic that came on. See, I wish I knew their names because I would totally say it. He he had really good, and I'm not trying to critique them. I'm just just yep. my, here's my thoughts. He was really good. You could just tell he was needed practice, right? You know, like it's there's anything is mm-hmm. you have to practice to get better at definitely. And um, but he was interesting. Then um, then the one that I told you about, the one that was in the he's a paraplegic, right? Killed it. Yep. I, he was my favorite of the night. Most definitely. One yeah. of my favorite comics. Um, he was just... Uh, and I, he's one I would have wanted to go and say something to. Yeah. Um, or find under... And I never found him. Did you ever find him? Yep. Okay. And say, hey, I love the shit out of your set. Right. And then the the main... The headliner, um, he was funny too. And I was impressed by him because to follow the paraplegic... I don't mean to refer to him as paraplegic. Right. That's, that's fine. <laughs> Um, I thought would be hard, yeah. you know, but, um, and his, a lot of bits were about suicide. Right. Um, which is a whole new, like between that 13 reasons why shit. Yeah. Um, it's like in the sphere of discussions constantly, it's getting, I just, I'm hearing it from a lot of like, yeah. kid stuff and it's mm-hmm. like, you know, you could learn about something, you can consume it and not make it. Yeah, most Your definitely. reality. <laughs> yeah, I know exactly what you mean. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. There are a lot of a lot of jokes as of as of now are kind of like based in something about like suicide or depression. Mm-hmm. I've heard a lot of those jokes. Yeah. In the last year or so, probably. Yeah. And he, you know, I thought he had this really brilliant piece where he said, you know, people come up to him after the show and say you shouldn't joke about suicide because you know X Y Z. I know committed suicide. Right. And he was like, well, if XYZ had been in the audience and he could identify with me, maybe he wouldn't have committed suicide. And I thought that was brilliant because right. I do think, you know, I sometimes I get slack about, right, you know, um, if I get depressed and I write about it, right. I'm like, yeah, you know what? When I write about it, that's those are the ones that when I write from a place of vulnerability, right? That's the ones I get the most connections with. Most definitely, like I, um, I have a joke. Where I talk about this girl I knew in high school who had one leg. I have a joke about that. And it sounds like a rough, ugly joke. And the joke is really silly and absurd. But one time I was doing the joke and there was somebody in the audience who had uh, one arm or something like that. And I still did the joke. I powered through. Because in my head, I was like, ah, I made this isn't the best move. Because this guy <laughs> might say something after the show. He said nothing. He was actually laughing during the joke. Because it's like, um, the joke came from a real place. Mm-hmm. So I can, he could kind of tell I wasn't making fun of a situation. Yeah. Okay. So. That's the um, thing about comedians and I think probably about people that write as well is um, it's so easy to offend people, but I've kind of let that shit go. I don't worry about that anymore because if you know me, if you read my stuff for a while, my intention is never to hurt anyone's feelings. I get no pleasure out of hurting anyone. So that's not my. Right. So if you get offended, that's on you. <laughs> Most definitely. I mean, I feel like people have started to find a reason to be upset. Mm-hmm. Just go to Yahoo, go to their website, 
look at all the headlines. If somebody, oh, such so, so, said this, you click on it, it's like, ah, it wasn't that bad. Yeah, yeah. It was taken out of context. Yeah. All right. I want to talk to you about something. Yeah, let's do it. Because not only are you a comedian, you're black. Yeah, right? <laughs> that is right. I am black. As far as I know, nothing's changed. Grant, will you be my token black friend? Because I Most don't definitely. have <laughs> too many black friends. Yeah. Um, I did. I used to. I'm from Miami. Okay, but, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, you have plenty of black friends yeah. if you were Miami. Yeah, but in Wilmington, North Carolina. Yep. Hard to find. Hard to find. Um, it was like one year. My kids were a couple, not teenagers quite yet. And I was just like, I'm like, Jesus, none of us have black friends. Like, yeah. Not my kids. Yeah. It's like, the, um, okay. So it's a white society. It's it is a white it is. society. <laughs> um, this is something I stumbled upon a couple months ago. Um, I don't know if you saw, saw the headlines. It was something like 14 DC girl, black girls were had disappeared. Right. It wasn't on the, and I remember getting pissed off and I did post something about that. Let me backtrack and give some feed, uh, info. So there was a parent, I don't know if it was a real story or not, and I'm not going to go back to look at it. So <laughs> Google yourself. Yeah. Definitely. But there were, it was a headline that said 14 young black girls had disappeared. And then if you read the article, it alluded to more like 500 over, I don't know, six months to a year yeah. in the DC area. Um, and my outrage came that if there were 14 white girls missing, that shit would be splashed across oh, yeah. everywhere. Most definitely. So, um, so in that, like when I was in reading into that, I came across this thing called black Facebook. Okay. <laughs> this is news to me, so go on. Okay. But basically the way I understood it is black people and have this whole other um what what things that are not in the mainstream media or not mainstream right. or no, let me I'm not explaining correctly. Like Nicki Minaj and some other rapper are in a beef and throwing yep. diss tracks at each other. Right. My friends and I have no idea that's going on. That's a oh, alternate yeah. universe. And I'm getting text messages about it all day. So that there's like a black face the black Facebook reference was like you guys have this whole other thing going on that we know nothing about. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, like, it's not, we're not talking politics. We're not yeah, talking yeah. like all black, you know, Black Lives Matter, which right. um, we can have a whole discussion on that. But that there's just this whole world. So you, there Most is. Most definitely. A- um, I follow this thing on Twitter called uh, NBC Black. And it's just like all <laughs> black news or like what black people are doing. It's amazing. I came across about maybe three months ago. It's really the only reason I get on Twitter. It's just like, oh, what's happening to NBC Black today? <laughs> NBC Black. We yeah. ha- I got to check that out. That's funny. And then there's one that's called um, NBC Asian. And <laughs> it's great. I'll see like what Asian producers are doing in LA. And I mean, it doesn't really connect with me that much, but I'll still read it. I mean, just for the hell of it. But yeah, there's a, a maybe it's not a good word. I would say it. maybe there's like a subculture, I guess, yes. in social media for black people. Okay. Um, Like black Twitter, black Instagram. It's it gets kind of ridiculous. I I think that's awesome though. <laughs> I, it makes me. It just validates for me that I know so little. You know, you, if you yeah. think you know something a hundred percent, the world just keeps adding. Oh yeah, and, for you know, sure. Things. Yeah, that was that. It made me sit there and think about it. Like, oh, they have this whole. <laughs> yeah, I was just reading a thing just before we started this on Facebook. My friend shared a thing about how, um, like black tv show sitcoms aren't on netflix i was like holy shit living single's not up there wait um, wait say that again like black sitcoms uh-huh. like they're not on netflix not uh-huh. there aren't a lot of them uh-huh. um like living singles one 
What's the one? Yeah, 227. Yep. Um, you won't find those, but you'll find MASH. Oh, so, Is there a black Netflix? No, not that I know of. Million dollar idea. There it is. I like it. <laughs> Let's get on it. Let's get on that. Um, that's funny. All right. So do you – I like to end these with um, a shit you can't make up story if I have someone uh, yeah. um, new on the podcast. So I'm sure – you have I can I think I can edit out my dog barking in the background. Yeah. Cross your fingers. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, tell me uh shit you can't make up story. Okay. Uh let's see. I went to uh Puerto Rico about maybe it was two or three years ago now. Went by myself. I like to travel by myself whenever I go somewhere. I'll just book a flight and I'll just go. Oh, that's awesome. Um so I booked the flight to Puerto Rico, got my little rental car. It was like a beat up Ford Fiesta. I'm driving it down the highway. And it starts to tick a little bit. And I was like, ah, maybe it's nothing. I probably go like another half a mile and it's ticking even harder now. I pull over inside the road and it's in Puerto Rico, the lanes in the highway that people don't signal at all. They just merge all the way over. I call that in- intuitional driving. Exactly. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> they were going like probably 85 miles an hour, just flying in and out. I'm pulling over and it's just a torrential downpour just started. Because of course, in tropical places, it can rain a drop of a hat. So it started raining. I called the people. I think it was like Priceline or something like that. And they're like, yeah, uh, maybe we need to get an oil change on that car. I was like, oh, yeah. Maybe you find <laughs> that out before I rent the car. So they're like, see if you can get to the closest uh, landmark. So it was like some um, some school or whatever. So I pulled into the parking lot. And this guy, he's like, hey, man, you can't be here. And like, for fun, I made like a race thing. <laughs> I was like, why is it because I'm black? He's like, no, not at all. It's like, you don't have a permit. I was like, okay, good point. And... Then, like, I called and I had to get the car switched out. This guy took him, like, maybe three hours. I'm sitting in this random school parking lot with a broke down car in Puerto Rico. (laughs) And I was like, I wish I had some help right now. All my (laughs) friends are a thousand miles away. So, yeah, that's something that happened when I was in Puerto Rico. Not to mention, the thing with the chickens crossing the road, that's real in some places. (laughs) People don't know that shit's real. Yeah. Like, I got, I went down the wrong road and, like, there was like a chicken crossing the road. And there was like guys selling juice pouches on the side of the road and bananas and all this. So, yeah. of course, I got some bananas. Well, I, you know, I'm a big um, – traveling is one of my passions yeah. and I love it. And I, you know, I think it's important to anyone's education to self-improve, to go yeah. – like go. I went to India. I went to – I just took my kids to Honduras. Okay. And you see things that yeah. it's – it just shifts. You see it. You see it. In, I see it in my kids. Anytime they travel, they travel with their father as yep. well. Um, when they go somewhere that's not like here, it yeah. just changes their perspective. Mm-hmm. It gives them a whole new, you know, idea. You know, I remember. I think we were in the Bahamas, and we um, it was uh, very poor where we were driving through. Yep. But you saw some kids playing with a soccer ball. And you know what? I'm not even sure if this is a real memory yeah. or a commercial. <laughs> <laughs> even better. <laughs> but I feel like it's a real memory. I have to check with my son. But I, right. I remember these kids just playing soccer and just joy. Just joy. Yeah. You know, I'm thinking, wow, you know, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. You, you know, you don't need a playroom with a, <laughs> a table tennis table. I'm in my playroom, in my children's playroom, you know, Barbie <laughs> dream house and – what is that? A foosball table? Yeah, most of. God bless my kids are so freaking <laughs> lucky. Yeah. Um, 
All right. Well, thank you so much for coming. Driving. Yeah. So you're going to be performing tonight. Yep. I'm going to be at Dead Crow tonight. Um, I have a show on May the 13th in Chapel Hill. Oh, awesome. Uh, it'll be at M-Bob in Chapel Hill. So that's going to be fun. It's going to be a lot of local comics. And Chapel Hill is a fun place to do stand-up comedy. Yeah. Just cause, oh, I uh, bet. Because of college. Yeah. College town, everybody's super, super liberal, where it's almost gross. So I kind of like doing those jokes because they easily get offended. So yeah, uh, send me your stuff and yeah. I'll put it in the in the. I don't do show notes, but whatever yeah. version of for sure production I do post production, <laughs> I'll add that. So what's your um, what's your social media stuff? Okay, um, on Instagram Grant Sheffield one, Facebook Grant Sheffield, Twitter I think it's just Grant Sheffield, Snapchat is this guy I know uh, with no W in that. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you have a Snapchat character or is it just you? Uh, I think it's just me, I okay. think. So you know, I wasn't sure cuz most of your snaps, that's my dog in the background saying end this. Yeah. Um, some <laughs> of your snaps are I, f- I find funny cuz it's your day you do it during the day during your yeah. like day job so I'm Every like, day. You know how like Chelsea Handler has a Snapchat ego alter ego. I, I was yeah, like, yeah. Is you know, is I couldn't tell. <laughs> yeah, I wish I had an alter ego. This is just me all the time, unfortunately. <laughs> No, it's funny. All right. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, and um, hopefully I can get this edited and up in the next day. So, um, and good luck tonight. Hope thanks. there's no um, hecklers. Yeah, me too. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening. You can check out the blog at uh, www.shityoucan'tmakeup.com. And um, I will chat with you guys soon. Bye.